Okay, big dog. I'm ready to podcast, baby. Let's fucking go. Okay, it's big dog hours now. No loser ass guests. No G Easy. Fuck guests, dog. None of my homies like guests. <laughs> guests are really bad. You know what the problem is, Jason? When your podcast becomes successful mm-hmm. and you're getting a higher tier of guests, mm-hmm. you know, I think they feel a little more comfortable, you know, rescheduling than some of these friends and media personalities that we that we also uh, have on the podcast. The blessing and the curse of having higher profile guests who are busy with things to do. So, you know, I, I can't really complain too much, right? Uh, you can. No, you I would can, never. You can find I, a way. No one, loves, no one loves high profile stuff more than me. Just high profile stuff. That's it. Yeah, just just high profile shit, bro. But, um, yeah, I mean, a big, big day today so far. Um, you know, we're getting this Yasser Ali uh, LA Times profile that's fucking scammer. Kanye West is, is, is dating... Ariana Shake, Bradley Cooper's ex. Is he really? I didn't see that. Yeah, bro. They've been loved up, dog. They got photo together. He's smiling too. His little fat ass grinning because he's getting a little he's getting some new tail. You know what I'm saying? Oh wait, wait. her name is Ariana what? Shake. You know who she's like a famous supermodel. Yeah, I know the name. I know the name. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. She looks like she has less work done than Kim Kardashian, I'll say that. Well, that's, I mean, that's possible. She's 35, too, age appropriate. You that's, know what I mean? That's possible. I mean, that's possible. I don't know, bro. I'm not an expert. There are there are sweet green locations opening that have less work done than Kim Kardashian. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Shout outs to the homies at Sweet Green. Just had to, it's, it's becoming a challenge to see how you can uh how we can work that fine establishment into our conversation uh you know we want to keep upping the difficulty level so yeah we'll we'll make it about kim kardashian sure shout out to the whole kardashian family i know you're listening you know do you think kanye is ever going to just land on one land on a partner and and be no, with them forever as his cyber truck is moving at such a breakneck speed that <laughs> You're never, never going to be able to find a life partner. And, Look, I mean, fam, it's, but does, it's whoever, does he even want a life partner? You know, no, bro. He wants. Is that even in his strategy? He wants a chick to jump in the Cybertruck. You know, <laughs> to go go a few exits down the road and then hop out the side. He's he's basically picking up. He's basically picking up model hitchhikers in the Cybertruck. That's that's really that's really what it's like. <laughs> and everybody's got to stop on the train, Jason. You know how it goes. You know, I, I know how it goes, but. I at a certain point, it doesn't matter how much money Kanye West has, you know, he will get a certain age and people, he won't be able to get his pick of the litter at, at a certain point is what I'm saying. He won't be able I to disagree. date these Bro, super if you're, bad if you're rich, If you're rich and famous, you good. You know what I mean? Yeah, but also people are just like, you know, like sure, dating a rich person is exciting and fun for many obvious reasons, but then you're like, is it worth it to deal with a Kanye you know what I mean like there's so many like Bitcoin billionaires now you know they're dorkier they're not as fun and cool and exciting but they're also not as like just exhausting to be with as you know a Kanye might be yeah but you gotta understand that a guy like Kanye who is um I feel like when he wants to be he's so charming and compelling and that that period of a relationship could last you know six months maybe if he's feeling good the honeymoon yeah and then he keeps moving bro it's all good like I said the cyber truck pulls over you know he picks one up 
go, drives down the road six months and drops them off. Mm-hmm. All we can do is hope that there's a charging station in Calabasas. <laughs> all, all we can do, pray, pray that there's a charging station. They're on vacation together in, um, in France. Okay. What do you think, Bradley Cooper? I hope Bradley Cooper called his sponsor. I don't want him, you know, back on the sauce because he sees Kanye busting down his ex. That's not even his ex. That's his baby mama, dog. Oh no. I think I think Bradley is fine. Well, he's fine because he's gay, but so is Kanye. So you tell me. <laughs> maybe maybe this is a cover for Bradley and Kanye to be smidash. I, I think I think. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's five. That's five D. I was about to dismiss that and move on, but now I'm like, oh. come on, dog. You know, you know that I'm thinking I'm different. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm much like Kanye. I'm different. His mind and his is you. Yeah, is this a long game for Kanye because he wants the real, the real prize on the end of the line? Be rad. But you know, I think more women want to be, or more more people in general probably would want Bradley Cooper than Kanye. I mean, look, man, Bradley Cooper's got a hairpiece, but Kanye has been packing on the pounds. I I, I feel mm-hmm. I feel like they're both very good at what they do when they want to be. I just can't think of a. I, I would probably, I guess, I celebrate Kanye's catalog a little more than Bradley's, just because I'm more of a music cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. But Bradley is like a sex symbol, you know. Like everyone, everyone likes a slice of Bradley. I think he was. Unfortunately, the way sex symbol stuff works is Jason. Once you once you get older, it kind of fades. You know, unfortunately, because of the um, because of the ills of society, you know, men are allowed to age uh, more than women, which is unfortunate. But you know, I've read that Bradley Cooper isn't like a he, he's in that in between phase, much like you and I, uh, where mm. he's not a young stud, but he's also not a silver fox. He's just a dude. Yeah, yeah. He's in he's in hottie purgatory. But he's also rich and famous. Uh, so again, that kind of changes the playing field a bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and also we only know about Kanye's psychological difficulties because it's so publicized. But for all we know, Bradley's bipolar could make Kanye look like the most well-adjusted person in the world. That's a good point. Look, these guys are both fucking freaks. You know what I'm saying? And and Irina seems to have a type, you know what I'm saying? Because she likes him rich and famous. Yeah, she's one of those weird people that likes rich, um, famous celebrities. Yeah, it is weird. I guess if you're that hot, though, like, I mean, she's not really my flavor, but obviously she's hot. So it's kind of like, what else do you do? I mean, you could go the other, you could go like the Mariah Carey route <laughs> or Janet Jackson route and marry like a... Just some freak billionaire who who definitely has like you know sold blood diamonds and children. Okay, I thought you were going a different freak route. I thought you were going like Sinead O'Connor type of thing, but you're talking about like a Republican freak. The other route for a a, a woman of this caliber is to yeah to marry like a Steve Bing type. You know what I mean? Like a guy who's just like yeah I don't know this guy's worth a hundred million. Like he lives in the south of France. Like no one really knows what he what he actually does. You know, but he mm-hmm. he can afford a model a model wife. I, I just like the idea of going into a bank and being like, well, you you have been approved for, <laughs> you have been pre-approved for. Well, how many followers? I mean. You can you're pre-approved for a, a a supermodel with up to but not exceeding seven point nine followers, <laughs> seven point nine mil. 
Yeah, yeah, seven point nine mil, of course, of course. But yeah, and you're like, that's that's okay. It's, I mean, look, I, we have, I, I believe, you know, not only did Kanye release his blue trash bag jacket that's a ripoff of Norma Kamali, and it costs two hundred dollars, and it's selling like crazy because people are terrible. Just in time for summer. Just in time for summer. I know. For are you? Do you think this Kanye West, this new music, is going to be something you put on your sticks for a pool party vibe, or do you think it's going to be a little more dark and sinister, like some of his previous work? I mean, as a as a Kanye aficionado of a certain certain musical type we're all always hoping for a twisted fantasy uh we want i I don't think he's ever going to enter you know a a party gold digger type of musical direction ever again you know what i mean i don't i just don't see that happening it doesn't look like he has fun anymore what if arena reignites his love for fun because that's you know that could happen i mean that's best case scenario what if he's getting pissy on the champagne in france right now and he's calling mike dean saying bro we need i need you come here let's lay some shit down arena got me sprizzung and i want to get in the booth i don't i don't think dean's gonna do it i think dean he's too He's too sedated to do that. He's gonna have to call like Will I Am or something like that. Like we need, oh we need, we need to do something more. We do not need that. To, to take a word out of your playbook, something more anthemic. I just don't know. I, I have so many theories about Kanye where I think he can turn it on when he wants to, but at a certain point, do you lose that? Do those nerve endings burn off at some point? <sighs> you know, I'm more interested in his uh, weight fluctuation, his fashion excursions, uh, his divorce. I'm interested in him wearing Nikes. Yeah, bro. He busted out, bust out the old Vandal. You remember when Vandals were hot, right? When people were wearing... There was a, Vandals are like a high-top canvas Nike that has a strap, a Velcro strap, but back in the day, the... the popular one was like a silver Mm -hmm. silver shoe with like a red swoosh and a red white and blue strap which i'm sure you had those in in a set because they made those for you probably in your size i definitely did not have those shoes i yeah i've noticed that and like the the nike blazer seems to be a style worn by tiktokers have you have you seen that yeah the blazer i mean the blazer was hot in the in the aughts i had i had many pairs of blazers in different flavors of course um gr only you know what i'm saying Foot Locker specials i don't fuck with your little your little limited release joints um but i i do i didn't know those were a tiktoker i didn't know the tiktokers were wearing those i see it a lot just like hot guys who wear hoodies and and shorts as their only thing and then they wear like crispy white socks and they got a blazer it's kind of common i see it a lot of just like college aged teens at the airport the cyclical silhouettes of the Nike shoe company never cease to amaze me i mean luckily they they're the best that's ever done it so it's no problem you know for them to rehash but i did see i also read another great article yesterday by taylor lorenz that was ten thousand words about how we should all feel bad for tiktokers being burned out (laughs) from creating too much content and how much pressure they're under to create content i cannot believe that is even something we're talking about I can't believe there is a moment where we were considering having her on our podcast as a guest. Well, I mean, at this point, I would like it even more to have her defend this kind of thing. Because it's like, why should I feel bad? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Why should I feel bad for a 16-year-old that dances in place in his mansion and makes more money than me? Why on earth should I care about their mental health? Like, we got to draw the line somewhere. It doesn't make more money than you. It makes more money than pretty much everyone. Yes. But it's literally, it, I mean, it's so long. I mean, obviously, I skimmed it because I didn't want to rot my brain even more than it already is. But it's just like... Like, and I mean, I understand this is her beat and like, of course you, you do what you got to do. But I, I just think that the, the levels of sympathy we're supposed to have for people these days are, is just insane. 
Look, if you can't sympathize for the plight of us influencers, Chris, of us <laughs> content creators, I know that I know that you did. That's on you. I know that you did burn your mouth, the roof of your mouth, after <laughs> drinking coffee that was too hot with your layered superfoods in it, and I mm-hmm. did feel bad for you because your palate's kind of your thing. But I, I do know that you have recovered mercifully. Without that, I am nothing. But I mean, so what? What? Uh, was there like any information other than whatever that you can't just get from reading the headline from that? Like, is there- no, not really. It's basically just like, yeah, the pressure and like if the algorithm changes or if I don't make a video for a while, I lose followers. It's like, yeah, bitch, that's the, that's what you signed up for. What the fuck do you think this is? Like, this shit ain't yeah. charity, bro. Like, if you if you create a following and you make money off it, you got to feed the beast. I'll, I'll write an article about how if you don't show up at your job, they stop giving you money. I just don't, I'm just, I don't understand why we should feel bad because they're teenagers. Like, teenagers are adults now. I do feel bad a little bit for the teenager. Why? I mean, just because their their brains are not fully developed and they kind of have to make decisions that are going to change the rest of their lives, you know, so early on. And it's so hard to resist the temptation of making <laughs> all this money, even if it means that your life and brain are going to be rotted from the inside out. You know what fixes, you know what fixes mental health? problems jason money um that but yeah, well yeah that's how you afford the therapist let's ask free britney how that's all going well free britney's dad doesn't let her have a, a, a therapist i guess she doesn't have the money or the yeah she doesn't have the, no but i mean she i hasn't I, been able to touch that yet but no i mean i agree with, you, with that but also this is a problem that has existed for a long time young people have had to make decisions that are going to affect the rest of their life detrimentally i would rather make a decision i would rather make a decision on should i make a millie for doing a a silly dance or which college should i go to and my parents are going to debt to send me there what what decision would you rather make yeah that that was kind of the the example i was going to set of yeah like i i guess i i've been forced and pressured by society to go to go to school and owe three hundred thousand dollars that's unforgivable and you can't file bankruptcy or anything like that it's just like to start off in life where you know a million dollar house is a piece of shit also you know figure out how to pay back three hundred ninety eight thousand dollars in debt luckily you you were on um academic scholarship at at, uh, orange county community college for two semesters so i'm glad that we don't i'm glad that none of this how long gone the how long gone ducats are being siphoned into a uh, into a payback scam it was it was it was more two weeks than two semesters but yeah (laughs) same sentiment (laughs) bro they still charge you i know you had to buy the books too you know i'm saying i know you hit barnes and noble uh and had to had to cop up i did have to buy the books i got them used though and when i classic cheap tj move when i resold them luckily there were still in mint condition so i was pretty much able to get the same <laughs> you're like look look i know these were used once but i didn't open them like i didn't even open them so we got to get we got to do better on the price here you know yeah don't be a fool and open up those books it's very hard for me to feel any sympathy for rich people of any kind like the interest it was like when bill gates was getting this divorce and the interest in that, i'm like why do you guys care about this so much like i don't care any i don't i don't give a fuck about bill gates one way or the other i don't care if bill gates is is smashing his high school girlfriend he's rich who cares like what do you think he's gonna do when you have that option and you even if you know the consequences even if you know it's really bad for your mental health most people are still going to make the decision to you know become a content creator even if they know it's going to fuck them up you know we watch so many documentary movies about whatever path you take whether it's getting hundreds of thousands in student loan debt or 
you know, becoming a professional athlete and then, you know, shooting your family because you got hit in the head too many times. Don't come for me. Or being an influencer and getting, <laughs> and getting canceled and, you know, because you have a photo of yourself from high school dressing up as a chola or whatever it is. Like It's all bad. It's just it's, all bad. It's, it's, if it's all bad, then why wouldn't you just take your chances? Like, it's either that or just exist in, in mediocrity and that is the worst thing a young person person could ever do nowadays like that's the that's what people fear the most yeah of course just being normal yeah i mean being normal sounds terrible but i mean it it, (laughs) no but i mean you're right though it's just kind of all bad yeah whatever option you take is fucked so so you might as well do the one that's gonna make you rich and then you know cross your fingers hopefully figure it out yeah exactly but i mean don't worry i will continue to never watch you know because david cho sends all those those tiktok videos to the group chat i gotta be honest with you chief i don't click on them luckily there's people gatekeepers that i follow on instagram who will then just create these kind of carousel highlight reels you know not unlike a, a sports center top 10 highlights of the day of like these are all the TikTok videos of the week that are funny as hell. Mm. And they're all just here, and you can just look at them on your stories and be like, LOL, that was funny. Moving on. I, I was entertained for that four seconds. Instead of, you know, the, but the thought of downloading the TikTok app, once you download it, you're, you, you are buying the ticket, you're taking the ride, and you are being sucked into this algorithm that will control your existence. The strength of that algorithm makes whatever Instagram or Facebook is doing look like child's play. Well, I'm staying away, TJ. I'm staying away as well for my mental health, for my self-care. I feel like you would dip your toe a little bit. I feel like you're not above toe dippage. I'm never going to download. I'm never going to download TikTok. What if Laird Superfoods ask for a, uh, you know. Can't do it. I mean, unless, I mean, it would have to be for a lot of money, which I guess brings us back to what we're talking about the whole point of like, if they were like, hey, you also need to start doing TikTok content, I would say no, unless it's enough money to fuck up my brain, which is also just any freelance job at all of just like, hey, would you, do you want to work on this photo shoot with this person? And the answer, instead of saying no, it should be, I will do it if it's this much money. If it's an, you know, if it's enough money to change my life for the better because I know working on this is going to change my brain for the worst. Luckily nobody is pressuring me to do it yet. And uh, also luckily the whatever amount of money that I would request in order to have to start creating content on TikTok is never going to be an amount that they will agree to pay me anyways due to my lackluster follower count. What if you were really good? What if you were born to be a talker? <sighs> I mean, obviously I am. We would never forget your reign as the the boomerang king of Atwater, which seems to me like a precursor, you know what I mean? A a little bit of a precursor to the TikTok movement. If you combine Vine, Boomerang, and Instagram, I believe that you have TikTok. That's what we call a triple threat. It's like it's like Dennis Rodman, you know. He he can do all the stuff and he pulls down boards. Well, that's a skill that separates him from other people. Look, I do know who Dennis Rodman is though. Thank you for that. Hey, no problem. So you 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 started off talking about the article in the in the Times about what what's his name Yash Yashir Yashir Ali. He's big on Twitter, of course, but he he started he worked for Gavin Newsom, and so he's got this like political, oh, and he was connected to a bunch of big money people. Um, but you know, he just like cancels people on Twitter. He writes for like fake outlets like Huffington Post. You know what I mean? But he also writes for like New York Magazine. Mm-hmm. But he's friends with you know he's like a Chrissy Teigen defender and shit. He's he came after our queen. Who is our queen? 
Allison Roman. Okay, okay. But the the best part about this because I got I got most of the way through before we started. But the best part of the story is the first paragraph of the of the story is about him settling into a booth in the lobby of the Santa Monica Proper Hotel and then crying because a an, a, an orphaned <laughs> elephant named Lugard uh, had died had died in a in a wildlife refuge in Kenya because he's very he just loves animals. Okay, let me tell you something that makes me fucking insane. <laughs> Liking animals, liking animals and loving pets is not a personality. Just donate money. Don't make it your personality. Like, who cares, dude? Like, just do what you want to do. I think there's some psychological connection to that, to people who feel the need to make it a personality trait. I think it's also calculated for a guy like this, that he knows he's such a monster and people hate him so much. And he's such a clout chaser that, like, he thinks that, like elephant sanctuaries are going to make are going to redeem him in the public eye to some people which it probably does it probably does and he and he's like the the far end of the spectrum for that kind of thing because there are there are a lot of great people who are not monsters who of course who care about animals and want to help and support them but you it does make you wonder like what are you what are you guilty about what do you feel shame for that makes you want to let everybody know that this is a thing that you're into versus just do, just doing it. I mean, I guess we all do that. You know, just virtue signaling 101. With whatever we're into. But I, I think particularly animals, I feel like people really use it as like a, I'm so nice. Look at me. I just care so much, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, this is a voice for the voiceless positive pod. If you want to make that your entire life. Go ahead. Just know that uh, everyone else is going to look at you with a little bit of a squinty eye of just like, mm-hmm. look, yeah, it's a, it's a real okay chief moment for me with your boy Yasher. <laughs> the other funny thing about him is that he's got this like profile picture on Twitter, and he looks he's he's basically like a fat ass. So he looks, com- but he's 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 got this Twitter picture. Oh, he's a catfisher. He's a catfisher. He's got this Twitter picture where he's got like a hat on and a hood on, and the way he's positioned the sweatshirt, it covers his double chin. It's genius, to be honest. And then you see him appear on like a CNN or whatever. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? This motherfucker yeah, I, is a yeah, big you, old boy. If you look at his Twitter profile pic, first of all, yeah, he has the hat, he has the hoodie. He has the sexy thing, and it, it you could tell that there's 11 layers of Facetune going on. Mm-hmm. His cheekbones are restructured. It all has like a gloss and a sheen to it. And then if you just do a Google image, like just a picture of him when you Google it, he makes DJ Khaled look like a ultra marathon runner. <laughs> yes, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, he looks like he looks like a refrigerator. <laughs> G- yeah, G- G- yeah. DJ Khaled put on the hokas and did a light fifteen this morning compared to Yasser at the fucking buffet at the Hilton. A master fisher. Unfortunately for our Persian friends, he's part of their hive, so maybe the Tadig is just too good, Jason. He, he can't he can't resist the cherry rice, a third helping. But also, if he really is a member of Persian hive, then he should know that you know they're the kings of facetune and we're not talking digital we're talking analog that's a good that's a good point that's a great go point. see my 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 guy dr gavami and and start <laughs> start sculpting bro start sculpting yeah the thought of him doing sponsored content for cool sculpting with a persian doctor <laughs> is very sick but his whole he's got a whole story about how he's you know 
he's like an upper middle class guy from Chicago, but like he's suffered because he's gay and like he's he's Persian, but he's also Catholic. Like he just decided to become a Catholic. What the hell? So he's he's kind of like a Persian Tim Dillon then. I, yeah, by, by the way, oh shit, by the way, I thought I saw Tim Dillon this morning at Whole Foods and then I looked, I, I was sure it was Tim Dillon. And then, but a mask on, so I couldn't tell. So that that was one giveaway. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I I kept looking, and I noticed he was purchasing quite a lot of fresh fruit. And then I knew it was not Tim Dillon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. If if his shopping cart was <laughs> was filled with uh with cassava root Cheez Its, then that might signal that it is him. But you know, yeah, a bunch of fresh fruit, probably not. Yeah, I was I was disappointed, but um, but 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 in the way that he uses his the fact that he's gay as like a qualifier to be able to yeah do and say all these things. Choosing to become a Catholic is insane. Anybody who anybody who discovers religion as an adult is that's an extreme red flag. That's an extreme red flag. If you if you lean into religion, like the only way you should be religious is if your parents force you to be. That that's the only that's the only pass I'm giving for for, for religious beliefs. Except for of course for Judaism, that's that's a whole different thing because that's cool. Yeah, that is very cool. But also, um, yeah, I mean, there, I don't know any Persian people who are who are Catholic. That's that seems like a calculated decision. No, it's a calculated decision. It's like he wanted to be. It, it sounds like he wanted to have something else. To be like I'm being persecuted for this, mm-hmm. you know, and and it's like, well, bro, you kind of you you chose, you know, it's like I don't I don't know, man, you you don't, this wasn't like a you weren't you weren't <laughs> you know molested as an altar boy because your parents forced you to go and then look the other way. If you came out the womb, he was probably Muslim. That religion rules, man. Lots of cool stuff there. You get to do a bunch of cool shit. I agree. Being being Catholic, where's the fun in that? I don't even know. I don't even I don't even know a lot of Catholics. If I'm keeping it one k. Yeah, imagine if I just came to you and was like, "Yeah, man, I've decided to, you know, I, I've embraced Catholicism, um, and <laughs> this is kind of where I'm going. Our podcast schedule, unfortunately, is going to have to change because of my mass schedule. Just, just, mass. just want to keep you keep you posted on where I'm at. You'd be like, bro, what the fuck is wrong with you? That's crazy. Yeah, and I'm I'm a pretty open minded fella, and I wouldn't allow that. You are a really open minded guy. You can only be Christian, Jewish, or Muslim on this podcast, Chris. You know that. I'd prefer Muslim or jewish only if i'm being honest but i mean sure i guess we, i guess we have to be open thank god we're not religious <laughs> being religious is the lamest thing you can possibly be like there's nothing more uncool besides g easy g easy and religion are equally uncool at the top of the list for g easy is the christianity of rappers damn really makes you think though i'm go- <laughs> yeah i'm going on my missionary trip to the yay <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm out here i'm at barney's getting a leather jacket that's my missionary trip (laughs) (laughs) um so actually by the time this episode comes out which i guess today is friday i will technically be in the city of new york chris big tj touching down the apple the city so nice they named it twice he better i mean look i know you have to go up to harlem to tap in with jim jones first Mm -hmm. um and then I know you got a couple of banker buddies you tap in with for Midtown, but then downtown, I mean, Jason says I'm not there, obviously. You know what I mean? What am I going to do? It's an interesting conundrum that you're faced with. Who to tap in with to make sure you're good in the East Village? Uh, if you have any candidates, you know, if you need me to make some introductions. Mm, I think I'm all set. Okay. I, 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 I think, I, well, it is tough. It is, you know, uh, it is a problem that nobody really seems to mind, but it is a real, a real problem for 
you know elite podcasters i guess is like if you are going to be in a major metropolitan city like la or new york and you do go visit that you know especially when we're coming out of the pod and enjoying our solitude and meditative time you know how much are you going to go tear up the city you know the way that we would like if i go to new york in the 20 in my 20s i'm just like i'm just saying yes to everything where are we going let's do it i'm down to do everything and now hell yeah jason's doing ketamine this weekend baby i love to hear it <laughs> now obviously much more selective come on bro don't be a pussy call paul get some ketamine and go to some gay shit and turn up bro that's what you need to do okay i mean yeah that that i will do for your soul to heal you need a a true new york night i think that includes drugs drugs and alcohol i was bummed because friend of the show sean glass hit me up and said he has an activation that's happening but it's the day before i arrive and I know I tried to see about changing my flight, but it wasn't working out. Would you be willing? <laughs> would you be willing to take off your shoes though to enter his crib or not? Well, I mean, thank God I know I know that now because of you know the internet that that's that rule. So I would I would plan accordingly, of course. So you could wear your fifty dollar Capital socks that you had special <laughs> made in a seventeen that have the bandana on the heel. Well, I think what I would do is I would I would show up with my my JW mules mm. um but I, then i would bring my open house booty covers as to not <laughs> as to not disrespect his pergo flooring <laughs> wait yeah it'd actually be cooler if we showed up to his house and just had those like the, the things you put on your feet on set you know you cover your shoes yeah so you that's don't what get i'm yeah the open oh, house okay. booties that's the, the same okay. same exact thing. oh open i'm sorry i'm not familiar i'm not as familiar with the real i'm not in the yeah, real you're more like you in the creative you know I'm sorry. You're, you're you're on set more and yeah, i'm yeah. i'm on stage more if that makes sense to you yeah just a I little mean, just a little yeah, staging yeah. term but yeah i i don't i don't Community know why Sean... stage is about no, no 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 i'm talking i'm not talking about yeah i'm not talking about that i'm talking about staging a home virtually or physically whatever you want to do but uh, why doesn't sean just do that why doesn't sean i know you're listening go on amazon.com use my promo code if you want i have prime you can use it i know you're rich but maybe you don't maybe i could see him being a, a person who's anti prime you know he doesn't want to support bezos but go cop the the 50 pack of those booties i'm sure it's 7.99 and then there's no problems then you won't be attacked in the comments just just something to grow on i think he likes the haters and i get it all right well first of all you know just fyi cigarettes are much more expensive there so i'd say buy a carton of the american spirits here before you go throw it in your carry throw it in your to me way ahead of you bro way ahead of you but thank you that's a good tip i, I plan on copping up the carton you know at some point in the next 48 hours thank god and and you know the flight jason it's it's uh, you know it's not short so <laughs> i would maybe think about I, I have flown to new york about you know not as much as you but jason you know. jason it's been a long time bro i'm just trying to make sure you're ready this isn't i'm not no shots like i just think okay you should okay so okay you're right you're right you're right I think you my bad try i mean what time is your flight is it in the morning or in the afternoon or the evening what are we looking at i got a, i got an eleven fifteen a.m which will allow me choice. some time well i i did choice. it a little bit later I, i'll be arriving late and and popping you know from jfk straight to what's it called Cher, chervos servos <laughs> chervo uh, <laughs> I'll be going to I'll be going to Chervos straight straight with my Tumi in hand. Oh God! Okay, if anybody lives near if anybody lives near Dime Square, can you actually Sam Hine? Can you meet Jason there and escort his suitcase to your house just so no one sees him with the Tumi? If you could, that'd be great. Thank you. It is a it is a plain black suitcase, Chris. There's no 
There's no shiny silver Rimowa shit that I need to hide. <laughs> look, look, hold on. I'm sorry. This to me, look, it's fine. What's your carry-on situation? You're taking the the custom uh, how long gone boat and tote that I made you, or something a little smaller? Well, I wish I wish I could take. Okay, yeah, you you gifted me the LL Bean oversized tote, which TJ size, TJ size, which is something that at first I saw it and I was like, this is amazing, LOL. And then I was like, "This is kind of uh, it's 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 truly huge. It's like too big. It's comically large, but then it ended up being very very helpful, and I use it all the time. Um, it's great. I could fit so much shit in there, but I think it's too big as like a tote bag for carrying on. Like I wish I could do it, but I it just straight up won't fit anywhere. It's, it's no, huge. I know. Coach the over the overhead bins in Coach are a little small, so I understand <laughs> that. So it's fine. I, I don't I don't I don't, don't. blame you at all." Don't. so i'll i'll have to use a, a standard size tote bag okay well if in that tote bag there's there's enough room for at least one book you won't read um your laptop uh your laptop charger um your podcast actually you know what i might bring i have uh i have a one of one custom distressed arcteryx backpack that i got from a friend of the show <laughs> sam jane so maybe oh, yeah. like I don't I I I'm, thankfully I've graduated from you know backpack at the airport with laptop inside. Uh uh-uh. uh, bro, don't don't lie. Arteryx ain't in case, bro. Don't get it twisted. I know, I know. Well, exactly why I'm considering it. But at, at you know, I used to as a DJ back in the day. You know, you would have your your DJ backpack and it had all of your of course equipment and all of your things in it and it had all these you know useful pouches and it was dorky. It was not chic or cool but it worked it, yeah it's just like when you're in middle school and do you want to have the rolly bag that that saves your lower lumbar or do you want to carry you know all of your books in your hand so and a pencil behind what? your ear you're going to get your dick sucked more doing that but it'll end up hurting you in the long run so so i might bring the arctex backpack with the with the the laptop okay. sleeve in it you know it's it's still early days on what no i understand i want to help you with this because i think that like you always have to bring a book even though you're not going to read it because that i understand of course um, of course obviously even i do that obviously your chargers um and your 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 podcast equipment as we we won't be missing a show even though uh, you'll be out of town that's right but but i wanted to talk i mean i think that there's something i need you to stay both satiated uh hunger wise and mm-hmm. and thirst wise on the plane so obviously you'll be bringing your how long gone nalgene full of berkey filtered water to lax clearly but i was clearly but but i think this is an opportunity to you know can you can you bring a bag of quinn's uh peanut butter gluten-free peanut butter pretzels on the plane and not eat the whole bag is that possible for you Fuck no are you okay. kidding me but also okay. i was just making sh- yeah i mean it, that is truly truly impossible because when i'm on the plane and I, you know, I got uh, I got Sex in the City two, the where the girls go to Dubai pulled up on my uh, on my Delta in air flight entertainment. <laughs> the snacking does not stop until Snack it, it don't stop. Done. The snacking it it is a it is a well oiled machine of feeding. Yeah, it's a feeding time for baby TJ. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's how it is for almost everyone. But the problem, but I, you well, have, not, not not me. Yet, I not the the plane is not the plane is a sanctuary for uh, Chris meditation. ain't playing on the plane is what you're saying. No, I'm not. No, the the, the plane is a sanctuary for deep thought, uh, getting some work <laughs> done. 
Um, and if I'm feeling absolutely insane, maybe I'll have a Biscoff, but I hate mm-hmm. to do that. I obviously hate to do that. But if I feel like I'm going to throw up from from <laughs> not, not eating, I will have a Biscoff. Okay. Well, actually, it's, it's funny because uh, I have a full sleeve of Biscoff at the crib right now. So what if I show up to the Delta Terminal? Damn. I, I'm already... I'm already and I have the Biscoff on my from my wrist to my elbow, <laughs> as if it were a stack of of fives and tens. Just just Biscoffs lined up, and they're like, "Oh, okay, somebody planned ahead." This is a very good idea to show up with your own Biscoff. I feel like the flight attendant would just be thrown. Like they they ain't never seen they ain't seen these mm-hmm. before. Does not compute. Yeah, I think that. Uh, the last time I was flying with Quinns, we, we it was when we were going to Indianapolis, and you brought the bag of Quinns, uh, and you gifted me that. It really lifted my spirits since we were at the airport. You know, at probably seven in the morning. I needed a little pick me up. But then when we were at thirty thousand feet, and I was I was scarfing away like a like the long heifer that I am. Mm-hmm. You know, it was it was starting to be a lot. Like if you eat a whole bag to the face in five minutes, you know, it's a salt bomb, it's a bloat it bomb, and you're it leaves you feeling unwell. I wouldn't do it before a photo shoot. <laughs> you know, that's for damn sure. Yeah, I think you know. I always wonder what the the plain snack is going to be. I don't. Luckily, with that time frame, I don't know if I'll need one, but I, it will be dinner time when I'm in the air. So I like to bring a sensible, prepared salad. You know, something that you know is good, relatively light. Um, Erwan has a great uh, vegan Caesar. I would recommend for the plane. Oh, okay, okay. Nice crunch to it. Uh, you know, if you get it the night before and you keep it in the fridge, it's kind of ready to go. The other option I would like, I some sometimes if I must, is a, is a little um, vegetarian sushi option. Oh, okay, uh, sure. So sure. maybe 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 some uh, maybe a, an avocado roll and some anari pockets. You know what I mean for the for the plane is is a nice is a nice snack because no that's that's good that's good but the, I mean the problem I don't want to eat sushi on the plane I don't know something about well it, like, I, I wouldn't look I'm not eating nigiri bro this I'm not look I get it sure but you know I think that's why I would say vegetarian mm, only desperate times I get that but I think the problem is when I'm on a plane I kind of want to do comfort eating I I need a crunch I need a salty crunch and I need mm. it to kind of happen as long as I need it to happen for well unfortunately jason this sounds like that from what i'm hearing from you it sounds like your only option is quinn's is, is what you're describing to me it's like you're backing yourself into the quinn's spot the shit sold out at whole foods every time i go bro i send them a dm they're, they're sending me the pack but i don't know if it's going to be here in time that's the gone effect baby you can't even get the the, can't get d's so I'll I'll probably bring a healthy a healthy snack chip of some kind and then it is a it's a hail mary wild card but do I do I bring a JJ? Oh wow. <laughs> wow. Well, look, let me say this. The answer is of course yes. The issue is I think the distribution of the salt and vinegar Jimmy John's in-house chip onto the onto the vessel on the plane a little much. And and the smell of salt and vinegar chips could be mm. offensive to you, you know. Back there in row 36, you guys are kind of on top of each other. I wouldn't want that. <laughs> I I wouldn't want your neighbor um to to kind of i'm exit row bro i'm exit row yeah exit row 36 i just don't want (laughs) i don't want i don't want your neighbor to become offended at the at the smell no no you're absolutely true about that that is the the smell i mean because well i'll ask your professional opinion is it worth it to to jj without the chip inside is that i would say yes i would say oh it is okay okay 
in a, in a dire emergency. Like the that. other option, Jason, but the other the other option, Jason, is to purchase the plain chip, so you still achieve that crunch without that pesky mm-hmm. scent. Yeah. Not the same, but it still achieves, it still achieves. When does you say give. a plane, do you mean P A L I N or P A P L A N E? Funny, funny you say that. Funny you say that, Jason. Great question, and I mean plain as in flavor, a, a just a salt based, yeah. a a a mm-hmm. Lay's type, a Lay's type chip, an odorless offering, an odorless offering. Because you know, I've told I've told the story in the podcast before about when I sat next to the. I have two stories of plain food. One, I sat next to a teenager who brought out an entire Ziploc bag full of cooked bacon and ate that the whole flight and then the other time i mean this has happened to a few people i'm sure but a in new york a person pulled out a full bagel and locks capers cream cheese raw onion platter like had built it all at home pulled it out and reassembled it on the plane and people don't seem to care i'm i'm literally having a fucking meltdown i'm so mad about this and other people don't seem to be bothered by it yeah, I think the amount of people, I, th- I think the the plane meltdown for th- for that type of stuff. There's the there's probably the top three. There's the stinky food. There is the bare feet being exposed, yes, typically you know up up on the ledge or whatever like that. And then I don't know. The third one is maybe like baby crying. Like those are things. No, nope, see, I, remember- I actually that's funny you say that. Baby crying oh, okay. absolutely does not bother me because I know that's out of the control of the person. Right. Like the, the there's there's no control over that. That's going to happen. I would. I, I think that when people get mad about that, it's actually insane. It really bothers me. Obviously, the parent is doing their best, and it's a stressful situation. And I I cannot. That would never. I could never let that bother me. Wow, a rare a rare moment of empathy from Chris. I like it. Bringing smelly food that is jailable and not wearing shoes i mean look it's gross but that's kind of on you chief if you want to if you want to stand in piss that's on you bro i don't care <laughs> well i mean the 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 what i'm saying is it's not so much you it's how your behaviors and actions are affecting those Others. around you you know we don't wear the mask to prevent me from getting covid we wear the mask so the other people around we don't, us don't. We get don't my wear COVID. the we don't wear the mask because COVID is over. I agree. I understand. <laughs> I understand what you're saying, J- Jason. June fifteenth, you're going to be in New York for the unveiling, bitch. You're going to let that snails breathe on Houston. <laughs> my snails. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited to experience it in L.A., in New York, and in uh, in Mexico, all in the same you know fortnight, which is exciting. But but the 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 point that I was trying to make that you were sort of making for me as well is I think all of those things are things that people used to really get peeved about. People really used to get peeved about the baby crying and then after a while people were like, well, you know, like you're kind of a dick if you get mad about it because like what are you going to do? This is something when I flew all the time in my 20s like constantly flying. I used to think about it. I would just sit there and just listening to a baby cry and think of like what is I was like trying to solve this problem. Like, how can we, how can we fix this? And there's no real solution because I was thinking, you know, in my early twenties, I didn't really have any experience, you know, with child care. Bitch, you still don't have any experience with child care <laughs> unless you got something to tell me. But uh, like, is there <laughs> like, it's it, obviously it's inhumane to silence a baby crying with physical actions. Like you can't put your hand over a baby's mouth while it's crying to silence it. Or can you? you know, I would I would I would wager that in my mind of like, would it be so bad if a mom was to do something to physically at least damper the sound of it. Obviously, you're not going to like beat the child until it stops crying. Well, or you're not going to put a bag over its head or something like that. But like, would you know, kind of gently cupping 
the mouth area of your child. Jason, what the fuck are you, bro? You need you need to stop smoking weed, bro. You need to stop smoking weed because I know what you're gonna do on the plane. Actually, why am I even thinking this? You're gonna just eat so many gummies, you're gonna be zooted. That's right. That's just a, a given. But, by the way, but, so, by the way, by the way, you know, I'm yeah. sorry. Go ahead, go ahead with your absolutely insane theory of covering a baby's mouth while they're crying. Please <laughs> well, continue I, well, to dig yourself into this hole. I'm saying that yes, of course, that is obviously insane. So no one's going to do that. There's no the, the the end of that story is I was never able to find a solution to this problem, you know, which comes as no surprise to anyone. Great, thank you but, for that. But with the the other problem is is more so the other things, the offensive things, the bare feet, the food on the plane. Of like, why aren't we being hyper vigilant about these things? And I think it's just because we've all been beaten down by the the mediocrity of you know society, the, the, the society, the mouth breathing yeah. flyover state. People have just like, well, you know, the first time I saw you know my my neighbor's seat putting his bare feet up on on his serving tray while I'm eating my meal. At the uh, you know the first time that happened, I was you know smoke was coming out of my ears, fuming. And then now you're like, you're kind of desensitized to it. And now you're also desensitized to people eating stinky ass food on the plane. When you saw that guy pull out a Ziploc bag full of bacon and then systematically devour it over a course of multiple hours, if you saw that 20 years ago on the plane, you would you would be like, what in the actual fuck is happening? And now you're just like, yeah, I mean, here's just shitty people being shitty again. I'm used to it. I, we we need more people to be vi- vigilant about this. It's not gonna happen, bro. Even even less so now. Now the only people th- pe- the only thing people want to be vigilant vigilant about is checking a fucking vaccine card or if you're wearing a mask or not. <laughs> you know, that's the this is the most vigilant people have ever been in their lives, and it had to take the threat of death for that to happen. But now you look, you kind of look like a crazy person or. At least somebody who needs to just chill if, you, if you're the type of person that talks about it all the time and says, like, I feel like I'm taking my crazy pills. This person is you know, eating a tuna sandwich next to me. It's just like, mm. it's tough. I mean, look, I don't even want to smell a tuna sandwich in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, much less on a plane. It's, just, it's all disgusting. I was going to say, though, I had... Um, I was, you know, I, I see you eating these gummies all the time and getting zooted. And, you know, I'm a little jealous. Mm-hmm. I can't lie. You know what I mean? I'm a, I'm a little jealous. Obviously, I can't participate in this weed-laced uh, gummy trend. And then I saw something. I saw a... If it was up to me, I'd be chiefing, I'd be chiefing a, a nice pre-roll on the plane instead of eating a gummy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but, yeah, but obviously that's that's uh, that's fully illegal. But I I got put on. Uh, I was talking to Melanie from Gagagagia uh, yesterday, and um, <laughs> there is a a wow, that that brand that. that brand a system that that makes like they make like a really chic looking like uh, like CBD roll on like post sport kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, they make a relaxation gummy that has no weed in it and no no. Uh, no, no CBD. CBD either. No, no. Oh. I'm gonna, I, and I think I might cop up and give him a try because this this recess powder. I've never slept better in my life, bro. Really? Like I've never. It's it's amazing. Like I'm absolutely every night. Like post workout. Like relaxes my muscles. I sleep like a fucking mm. log. Wake up feeling refreshed. So I'm interested in delving more deep, more deeply into this relaxation world that is that is weed and CBD free. Okay. If, so if there's no THC or CBD in it, then do you know? what the active ingredients are that make you bro i don't fucking know i don't care whatever like magnesium fucking i don't know 
like Lion's Mane. I don't don't bring up Lion's Mane unless you're mentioning the fine people at Laird's Superfood. Oh, I apologize, I apologize. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm gonna try. I'm gonna cop these. They're a little pricey, I gotta say. But that the, the can you put a price on your health, Jason? I don't know if you can. The problem for me, you know this more than anyone, like the tolerance levels. Once you are, you know, once you've seen, you know, the business end of thirty milligrams of CBD straight to the fucking dome, you're like. I don't know how much you know a, a spoonful of magnesium is going to move my chains. You know, you think that, bro. But as a person who's done more drugs than you, and I stopped five years ago, I, I still think it it it, it would. I know. Well, also, I think it would. It, I think it's just a different thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think I, that's the other problem. I think, and this is where my head is too. I think comparing it to drugs is, is a mistake. Smart. You know, you have to you have to think of it more as like a recovery vitamin type beat. This ain't drugs. Yeah, this ain't drugs. Because also, I think it would be unhealthy for me to consider that drugs or start to think of it that way. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, like, it's, a ga- it's a gateway drug to drugs. Exactly. What if, yeah, I mean, dude, it's like, I, I was telling Alex this, the story of the, I can't remember who it was, the comedian who relapsed on dog Vicodin. <sighs> Because it was just like in the house. You know what I mean? It's the same. I mean, it's obviously just the same thing. Take it from me. It's the same thing. Yeah, it's everywhere. I know you've been snorting beans, zannies. If the pill bottle is green, that doesn't deter me. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Are, are the pill bottles not orange in Dogland? Yeah, the pill, the dog pills are typically in a green bottle. It, it, it hit the same. Um, yeah. So, so New York. If you are listening to this and you live in New York, and you are a close friend, hopefully I will hang out with you. But you know, there's only so much time, and of course I'll be working the whole time as well. But you know, I'll be. I'll be making a little bit of time to build with you people. You can catch Jason. You can catch Jason at all Chris's favorite hotspots. He'll be at Abrasso tapping in for a cold brew. He'll be at mm-hmm. he'll he'll be at Barry's boot camp, uh NoHo, uh Tread Twenty. Um, you know, you can catch him there. Uh the sweet green the sweet green across from Noah, you already know he's gonna be there. Absolutely. Um other hotspots, I mean, you know, I don't know, the Van Leeuwen on Seventh Street if you're feeling crazy. <laughs> I'm not I'm not gonna go to Van Leeuwen. <laughs> I uh, I did try to weasel my way into getting uh, a, a weekly guest pass for Equinox there, but they said due to COVID that they're not currently uh, All these granting fucks. those day passes. We're, we're done blaming COVID, guys. The game is up, you fucking corporations. No more COVID well, blaming. There's only, a we- there's only a week to go until, you know, until, until they're grip is released on our necks Chris. i know it's true it's true i mean i can't wait i can't wait as you know we will be doing a how long gone mask burning ig live um so you know tune in for that it will be unfortunately it is a 25 dollar ticket price um but you yeah know, we don't believe in patreon but that one will cost money <laughs> yeah that uh, it's more of a kink for some people so you have to charge for sex stuff you know what i mean yeah 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 it's not hot if you don't have to pay for it you don't understand uh, exactly i can't wait though i really cannot wait for the jason dime square review i need you at servos i need you picking up a drunken canal from the box you know what i mean I all need this you, stuff is going to be going down i need you having that creepy sea algae martini if they still have that you know at dimes of course at dimes so course. Yeah, i can't i can't wait get the slushy on the corner there i would love to see you sipping a coconut or, or watermelon slushy yeah you have to tell me which skaters to fuck at tompkins as well <laughs> no, hey bro no problem you'll be able to tell the bigger the pants you know what that means evan <laughs> evan evan mock is there i don't know if he's your type i know i know i don't know if you like pink hair really but you're a big hawaii guy he's not he's not my type and he knows why damn i thought you would let evan mock 360 flip into the pussy but i guess not (laughs) (laughs) 
shit. Bro, he's on Gossip Girl, dog. That's different. He ain't just a skater. He's a skater slash actor. Yeah, I'm aware. I'm, we're all aware, Chris, of, of I'm Evans. I'm just letting you know. I don't work for Big Mock. I'm not on the payroll at Mock Industries. <laughs> if he was on the original iteration of Gossip Girl, sure, that's one thing. We know you would let problematic Chuck Bass hit. I'll start sucking. One night in Chuck, I'll buy a first class ticket. One night that. in Chuck sounds like no you're making miles. burgers. <laughs> so I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, my Chuck Brown, bro. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Hopefully the rain has stopped and I'll be able to just cruise around with my shorts on all day long. I'm gonna have to, you know. But since my Equinox membership will not be active that week, I'm gonna have to do my calorie burning just. Just walking around town, one of my favorite ex- exercises to do. Yeah, that's that doesn't count, but sure. Yeah, man, do you What do you, you mean bro? it doesn't count? Calories is uh, calories, bitch. I know. I mean, yeah, of course. Walking. If you walk 10 miles, that ain't bad. No, no, no. I'm kidding. That's not bad. But but you should you should be able to. I mean, luckily, group fitness is available, Jason. So just just think about that. I'll see if I could I could bring a kettlebell on the check-in. That's a good idea, yeah. Or maybe I'll see if my hotel concierge service can acquire a... Uh, a 45 for me. You're going to be doing Turkish get-ups, you know, in the middle of Soho. TripAdvisor will get a very positive review. Let's just say that. <laughs> okay, TJ. Wonderful well, podcast. Before, before we're done, Chris, we do have a, a MUD announcement to make. If you are listening to this podcast, that means MUD 2.0, our canned snap chilled coffee that you uh that you guys all know and love it was it was some time ago where that came out and and it sold out very quickly and we thank all of you guys for purchasing that and we ended up making a 2.0 there's a brand new label designed by a friend of the show the god sam jane and we ended up making a lot more coffee thousands and thousands of cans this time because you know we want to make sure that everyone has a chance to sip the demand seemed high you, you'll be able to cop it on the elemental beverage co website of course direct uh, it will ship to your door it's available once again in la at burger lords in new york at element elementi flaneur <laughs> uh at the essex at the essex market shout out to our dog uh, it's available again at uh, wild air as well and we got a few uh and homecoming in greenpoint um and we i think we got some new spots coming as well right. so so we'll, we'll keep you posted you know keep keep fucking tune in you know what i mean jason just stay mm-hmm. tuned yeah and uh just from from our friends over at tinker he uh he let us know of, of course you can enjoy the the mud at any moment and it is always delicious but this particular blend of beans he said is best served ice cold so if you're gonna be drinking it on a hot muggy day mm-hmm. you know don't be afraid to pour it over a, you know a glass full of ice you of know, course maybe. make sure the ice make sure the ice is either uh, made from uh, mud 2.0 or uh, <laughs> it is filtered wa- it is filtered water yeah, yeah. I, I would hate to, I would hate for you to use some you know flyover state tap to to pollute our beautiful cold bean mm-hmm. and if you want to cut it with a little bit of whole milk that's even better for it mm-hmm. okay yeah your choice okay thank you all thank you tj as always uh have a safe flight um i will update everyone on my weekend excursion uh on the on the next episode of the show <laughs> okay namaste bitch i'll talk to you later Bye. Can't understand what feel when I'm around you, baby.